0: The following program is a presentation of the Radio Talking Book Service in Omaha, Nebraska. RTBS programming is intended solely for individuals who cannot read conventional print due to a disability. Ineligible listeners risk infringing on copyright law, and RTBS is not responsible for any violations that may occur. It's time now for today's edition of Community Conversations. It's the interview program in which we dialogue with voices from the Omaha community. And here's your host for Community Conversations. Let's welcome Cami Carlisle.
1: Hello, and welcome to another edition of Community Conversations. I'm Cami Carlisle, and today we have Medicare Insurance Solutions, Matt Jetter, in the studio.
2: Welcome. How are you, Matt? Hello. Nice to be here.
1: Thanks for coming in. So lots of questions about Medicare, Medicaid. I, not, I don't know very much about it, so I'm glad you're here. Before we get into the thick of things, tell us how you even got into this line of work. What was your career path? How did you get here?
2: Well, it started, you know, uh, my parents, my dad was from uh, Omaha. My mom was from Council Bluffs, And my dad was a World War II pilot. Oh. When he returned from the war, he attended UNL. So he, he got out of the service in November of 1945. He went to UNO in 1946, and by August, he was married to my mother. Wow. (laughs) Uh, They met on a blind date. Nice. A year after that, my oldest brother was born. Uh
1: Ah! They liked each other.
2: Yes, they did. Yes, in fact, they liked it quite a bit. So, the next 12 years, five more children were born. Wow. All boys, so there's six of us. I'm number five out of six. Ah, and so my oldest brother, Art, was a Vietnam Cobra pilot, helicopter pilot. Wow, okay. And when he got out of the service, he came back and finished his schooling, his college, and then he also got into the insurance business, where he okay. was helping with life insurance. Okay. Well, a few years into that, he had um, was doing joint work with a lot of other agents. okay. So they'd go to him for the expertise to figure out how to do some of these complicated cases. Sure. So in around 1980, he started an agency mm-hmm. where he catered to other insurance agents for health, life, disability, group health. Okay. And I started with him then. And for about eight years, I worked for him where I'd go out and call an insurance agent say, you know, if you've got questions about life insurance, health insurance, what to do for your clients, give us a call. Mm-hmm. And after about eight years, family is great. He's a fantastic brother. Love him to death. But I went to go be a group rep for like Mutual of Omaha where i call an insurance agent so sell group products. Got it. And then come around 2008, 2009, mm-hmm. talking to my parents and some of their friends and all the complications they were finding from Medicare and how to understand it, I started looking into it farther and decided... I know a lot about health insurance, HMOs, PPOs, point of service, dental life. I decided to go off on my own and start Medicare Insurance Solutions in 2009.
1: Ah, okay. Got it. And you, this is it ever since.
2: I, I enjoy it. I love helping people out.
1: I, you know, i got to tell you, my mom, so she's 82, so she's on, I don't even know if it's Medicare or Medicaid. I'm terrible at this stuff, so I'm so excited to hear more about it so maybe I can talk with my mom a little more. She does seem to get it, but I would like to help her if possible or maybe send her your way. So our, my biggest question for you is, is, is there a difference, Medicare, Medicaid, Medicaid expansion? What's, I mean, what's it all about?
2: So somebody trying to decide what they're doing for their health care today depends on a number of different things. Okay. So if it's an individual and they have less than $1,500 a month of income, um, they may be looking at Medicaid expansion. Okay. So October 1st of 2020, Nebraska adopted the Medicaid expansion. So they just look at your income. Okay. So if you don't have any other insurance, you don't have Medicare – You may qualify for Medicaid expansion.
1: Got it. Okay.
2: If your income is over that, you may be looking at Obamacare, the Affordable Care Act. And based on your income, you could qualify for a subsidy. So depending where you are, you might not pay anything for Obamacare. If your income is higher, you start paying a little bit more.
1: Okay. And it's got to be over $15,000 then, right, for Obamacare?
2: Well, Obamacare, right. If you're under 1507 a month, you're looking at Medicaid expansion Got for it. an individual. Okay. Couples and more people the income household the income's a little bit higher. Okay. If your income's over that, then you're looking and that's monthly income of $1507, then you're looking at the Affordable Care Act.
1: Got it. Okay. Now, was there also some kind of a disability Or that people can get as well that's different from this?
2: Right. So there's another one that comes into play. So there's Medicaid expansions. There's the Affordable Care Act. There's also Medicaid.
1: Okay. And how is that different?
2: So on Medicaid expansion, they just look at your monthly income. Okay. On Medicaid, they look at your income and assets. So for an example, an individual who's on Social Security Disability or Medicare Mm -hmm. To get Medicaid, their monthly income needs to be less than eleven $1, fifty three, and their um, cash and investments under four thousand dollars.
1: Okay.
2: So somebody may get Medicare when they turn sixty five. Okay. Or if they're under sixty five and they've been collecting Social Security Disability for twenty four months. Got it. I think. Then <laughs> then they'll enroll them into Medicare after that.
1: Got it. Boy, that is a lot, isn't
2: it? Right. So Medicare is based on age. Or collecting Social Security disability for 24 months. Medicaid is based on income and resources.
1: So, if you have Medicaid, do you have to be a certain age or can you get that anytime?
2: No, they have it for children. So, oh. there's a Medicaid for children, there's Medicaid expansion for somebody who doesn't have Medicare or Social Security disability. Okay. And then, like I say, a lot of people on Medicare, so you get Medicare at age 65, or if you've been just under 65, you've been disabled for 24 months, or a couple other health care conditions. Chronic renal failure, um, Lou Gehrig's disease would also allow you to get on Medicare before 65.
1: Okay. Boy, that is a lot. I mean, normally, under that, we're on our usually employer's insurance, if we're lucky, right? If
2: you're lucky, right? If we're
1: lucky, or Obamacare, whatever we can get, so... How long has this been around? I mean, has this been around as long as I think it has, or is this fairly something new? Um, In
2: 1965, Lyndon Johnson signed into legislation to establish Medicare and Medicaid programs. Okay. Um,
1: So Lyndon Johnson in 1965. But then Obamacare obviously came around much later.
2: Yeah, Obamacare, I think, has been around since about 2010.
1: Yeah, that sounds about right.
2: And with Obamacare, it used to be... If you're an individual and you made over oh, about $52,000, you didn't qualify for a subsidy. Oh. So you're supposed to write on your, you know, I estimate I'll make mm-hmm. $50,000 this year. Well, next year you go to do your tax return and you made 54000 They say, well, pay us back that subsidy. You don't oh. qualify for <laughs> it. Oh. Well, they've changed that now and they got rid of that max. Oh, good. So people aren't as worried about, boy, I'm right around that threshold. If I go over, I'm in big trouble. Right. So they removed it, so a lot more people qualify for subsidies.
1: Okay, good. Good.
2: In fact last year when they in March when they signed the act, it actually increased the subsidies people could get. Good. And that's a problem I mean a lot of people don't realize they can qualify.
1: Yeah. I, I think that is a big thing right there. So how do how do people how is this even Given to people to get the information, do doctors tell them, or in, I mean, their insurance company, or do they come find somebody like you?
2: They can find an agent that works with it. They can call uh, healthcare.gov, okay, and look at it and look at the different options. But it's I, last year there was fifty some options to pick from That's... two insurance companies. This year there's four insurance companies and a hundred options. Ugh. That's painful. And they're all pretty close. They're all, you know, big deductible, high premium, unless you qualify for a subsidy or to reduce the benefit or improve on the benefits based on income.
1: Got it. Now, I wish I could remember which one my mother has because she is telling me, like, everything's paid for. And as somebody that's in my mid 50s, I think, oh, so finally, when I get a little bit older, I'll be able to have something that actually pays for all of my medical
2: costs. It, there's a lot of different options out there. So once somebody's on Medicare, mm-hmm. Medicare would say you should get a prescription drug card. You don't have to, but you should. Okay. If you don't, they're going to penalize you later. So last year there was 28 different drug cards to pick from. Wow. They arranged in the price from about $7 to about $80. Wow. This year, there's 21 drug cards. They got rid of nine, added three new ones. Rates changed. (laughs) Formularies changed. So your prescription was covered last year on the drug plan you're on. This year, they don't cover that one. They have a different one. Mm
1: -hmm. So
2: on all the drug cards, they cover the different categories of drugs. Okay. They just don't all cover the same medication.
1: Got it. Boy, that is a lot to keep track of, especially for our aging population. So if somebody comes to you, how does this all work? They sit down and tell you maybe their health and where they're at, their assets, if they have any. I mean, how does this all work?
2: So when I'm talking to somebody, I get a list of their medications.
1: Okay.
2: I run them on all the different plans. Mm-hmm. And let me just go over a little bit more on that. Sure. Besides the Please. prescription drug card. Okay. There's uh, And so what happens sometimes is, like I mentioned, nine plans went away. Right. So every year in the fall, October 1st, they release the next year's Drug Cards and Advantage plans. Okay. From December – or excuse me, from October 15th to December 7th, somebody can make a change to one of those or sign up for it new. So what's happened over the years – I get a call from somebody who said, I went to the pharmacy in February and mm-hmm. they told me I don't have a prescription drug card. Right. Okay. Didn't, the pharmacy said my drug card went away. It didn't renew. Hmm. Didn't anybody tell me? And in that stack of mail they get every year saying, pick me, pick me, pick me. There's right. a letter and they're saying, you need to go pick a new plan. Your plan is not renewing. Hmm. So if they're not aware of that. Right. And they don't a, open their mail or think it's junk. Right.
1: Oh, no. Okay. So I believe, does that happen a lot? I mean, it sounds like they've changed things a lot.
2: I mean, I keep track of it for okay. my clients. So I see if their drug card's going away or their advantage plan is going away. So every year, for example, on the advantage plans, Medicare says everybody in a particular county that picks an advantage plan,
1: mm-hmm.
2: Medicare will pay the insurance company X amount a month. Okay. The insurance company goes back and says, do we want to be in that county? What kind of plan design do we want to offer? And do we need to charge more than what Medicare is paying the Advantage plan? Okay.
1: Because
2: a big question I get is most of the Advantage plans are a zero monthly premium. And they're like, how can that possibly be? How can you get a zero premium? Well, it's because Medicare is paying them a premium every month. Okay. And the insurance company is saying, we'll do it for what Medicare is paying us. Okay.
1: So – Is the Advantage plan, is that the same as a subsidy, or how are those different?
2: So somebody today, for example, in Douglas County can pick from the 21 different drug cards about 21 Advantage plans plus another five for people with Medicare and Medicaid. You have to have Medicare and Medicaid to get them. Okay. Or 10 Medicare supplements that are sold by private insurance companies. And so if you look at it, as two sides of the page. Mm -hmm. On the left side of the page is original Medicare, part A and B. Okay. And there's gaps in there. And right underneath there's a prescription drug card. Right. And underneath that's the Medicare supplement. So the Medicare supplement fills the gaps in part A and B. Okay. So somebody on the left side of the page would say, you know what? I don't want to worry about networks. I don't want to worry about copays, And I know my supplement's going to go up on me every year.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: On the right side of the page are the Advantage plans. Okay. They're all private insurance companies. They're all network-based. There's HMOs and PPOs and point of service. Okay. So they cover everything that Medicare covers plus the prescription drugs on most all of them. Okay. And then they'll throw in some other benefits like for dental benefits and eyewear and gym mm-hmm. membership. So, somebody on the right side of the page would say, You know, I'm okay with networks and copays. It's more like my work plan. I just soon stick the premium in my pocket knowing I've got to pay the copays.
1: Right. Okay. So, has there always been this much to sift through? Has it gotten more complicated over the years? Or has there always been 21 different cards or plans?
2: It varies from year to year. I mean, it's been down to like 15, up to 40 on wow. the drug cards. And that's just in this county. So if you wow. go to Arizona or you go to Texas, you know, there are different plans in those areas because they're all approved by county. I mean, the Medicare supplements are pretty uniform across the country. There's a couple states that do a little bit different.
1: Okay. So if we were to move from Douglas to Lancaster, we might have different coverage than down in Lincoln you than could we would have. have here.
2: Definitely from wow. okay. Douglas County to Pottawatomie County, there's different plans.
1: Okay but you're a specialist up here in Omaha?
2: I do Nebraska and Iowa. I Oh, wow, that both is of so
1: us. much to know. <laughs> that seems like so much information for each county and Iowa, my goodness. So what are some of the new changes that we've seen? I saw recently in the paper, there was a big article about the prices of pharmaceuticals, fluctuating prices. What's happening in any of these plans that may catch people off guard this year?
2: Well, so we don't know what they're doing for next year. So the the guarantee for twenty twenty two is here. Is the rates and benefits for the drug cards and the advantage plans?
1: Okay, and they change October first, or the information comes out.
2: The information comes out okay. October first, October fifteenth to December seventh. Somebody can make a change that okay. would be effective January first.
1: Okay, and is there an open enrollment season, or is that this period as well?
2: That's called the annual election period. Oh,
1: okay. They also
2: have an open enrollment period when you first become eligible for Medicare. Okay. So when you first turn 65, you're eligible for Medicare, you don't have to answer health questions on any of it. You know, you can pick a supplement, you can pick the Advantage Plan. Going forward, if you want to switch your Medicare supplement, you have to answer health questions. And the new company will say, yes, we'll take you, or no, we won't. And you can actually do that at any time. You don't have to wait for that October 15th date. Okay. So if somebody's on a Medicare supplement and their premium's too high, they can actually go answer questions on a new one and see if they qualify.
1: Okay. Whew, that's a lot. That's. I feel like that's just – maybe it's just me because I am employed and always have my employer's insurance, you know, but I'm just like, oh, my goodness. So is there a difference between the original Medicare and the Medicare Advantage? What's the difference?
2: I mean, original Medicare – Um, You know, as long as the doctor will accept Medicare, you can go see them. Okay. Where the Advantage plans, they cover everything that Medicare covers, but they're all private insurance companies, and they're all network-based. Okay. And again, there's HMOs and there's PPOs. Got it.
1: Wow. I just don't even know. (laughs) It's just so much. But what else can we tell our listeners that might affect them? Or going into next year, maybe you're just totally new to this. Maybe you're just hitting 65 and you're done working. What are the most important things people need to know? I mean, to even be
2: able to choose plans. Well, a lot of times somebody's still working. Okay. And do they need to go to Medicare? Do they have to sign up for something? Yeah, do they? It all depends on if you have no coverage, a small group, or an individual plan, you need to go to Medicare. Okay. If you're covered by a large employer, the employer plan is primary. Sometimes those people don't sign up for anything. You really got to evaluate it for each individual on what makes sense. Okay. So I always suggest you take a look at if you have the option for a group plan, Mm
1: -hmm.
2: what's the cost and the benefits on the group plan compared to going to Medicare?
1: Okay.
2: Most of the time, somebody's better off going to Medicare, but not always. Also, if they've been getting a subsidy on the Affordable Care Act, mm-hmm. they need to go to Medicare. Okay. Because they're not eligible for that subsidy anymore once they qualify for Medicare.
1: Wow. Okay. My head is spinning. I'm. Go ahead.
2: I've got more that will help you. Oh, please <laughs> do tell. <laughs> do tell. So what comes into play a lot of times with somebody on Medicare is do they qualify for extra help for their prescription drugs, for Medicaid, for mm-hmm. their Part B premium? So I look at that a lot. So what's happened this year, so um, January 1st, everybody got a 5.9% raise in Social Security. That's right. Towards the middle of February, the federal government adjusted the federal poverty level.
1: Right,
2: okay. So somebody may have qualified for help last year. Now their income's gone up, and when the state runs their budget again, they say, well, you don't qualify now. Okay. So there's things to do that could get them to qualify. Right. Um. So January 1st, the raise in Social Security, beginning of February, the adjustment in Social Security, the state of Nebraska runs people's budgets mm-hmm. and says, you still qualify, you don't qualify. Oh, man. And so with their income going up 5.9% and the Medicaid number went up $59, a lot of people's Raise was over that. So oh, now they're okay. over income. Mm-hmm. And they can do some things to lower their countable income so they can still qualify.
1: Okay. Did you get a lot of panic calls?
2: Yeah, yeah every year. Okay. And you know, what's really strange is some Medicaid is telling some people you're losing Medicaid April 1st, May 1st, June 1st. Another one says, because of the moratorium, we're not going to, you don't qualify, but we're not going to kick you off until then. Oh. So I've seen it both ways <laughs> where some people are losing it. Mm -hmm. And some people aren't. And so what Medicaid does for somebody on Medicare is it fills the gaps. Okay. So they don't have any out of pocket when they go to the doctor or hospital and gives them some more dental and eyewear.
1: That must be what my mother has because she was in the hospital for cancer and she was like, they covered everything. So maybe she's got that.
2: You know, I always suggest somebody goes into the hospital. If they're on the Advantage plan, they've got some co-pays. First, you want to ask the hospital to write it off if they say no. See if you qualify for financial assistance, if they say no, say, okay, can we work out a payment program? Okay. In fact, I just got a call. Her son's a client, she was calling me about her dad and said, you know, he's eighty one years old, he's paying five hundred and forty dollars a month for his Medicare supplement, and he makes fifteen hundred dollars a month. Ooh, that hurts. Yeah. And so she's wondering about what other options he has. Well, in his situation, he actually qualifies for some extra help with his prescription drugs.
1: Oh, good. Okay.
2: Which means he has a special election that Mm -hmm. he can try an Advantage plan. He doesn't have to wait till the end of the year. Good. And so Medicare says you can get a trial right period on the Advantage plan one time. Either when you first turn sixty five, you pick the Advantage Plan. Mm-hmm. Anytime in the next twelve months, it's guaranteed issue to go to a supplement. Okay. Or if you on a supplement and you drop it to try an Advantage Plan, but you only get it once. Hmm. So any so for example, if somebody tried an Advantage Plan January first to twenty three. Any time during 2023, it would be guaranteed issue to go back to the supplement they had as long as it's still offered. Okay. If it's not still offered, then they can go to another company's same Got plan. It. Okay. But those rates sometimes just get out of hand. I, I run across that a lot, where somebody's paying 400, 450 a month for their Medicare supplement. In fact, I had a lady last October who was 95, and she was over 500 dollars for her supplement when I ran into her.
1: Oh my goodness, that's too much. It's too much.
2: And so January 1st of 2022, she's on the Advantage plan. Okay.
1: And what did that bring it down to?
2: Well, she's paying zero a month, and she's getting dental benefits. And so last year, she had a supplement, a dental policy, a drug card. Okay. She went to the Advantage plan, and actually I ran into her. I was out in about a month and a half ago. She goes, I'm not sure. I didn't pay anything when I went to the doctor last year. I don't know that I like the Advantage plan. I said, you know, the way you were going, you were guaranteed you were going to spend $7,000 this year whether you went to the doctor or not. Right. Ugh. And she said, well, um, and I said, with the Advantage plan, your max out-of-pocket is $4,000. Wow, that's good. So you're guaranteed you're at least going to save 3000 Yeah. And if you use the dental benefits, it's really you're saving more. She's like, okay. I, her son came in with her when we talked. She came into my office. Which I like that, family members, if they want to come along so everybody knows what the situation is.
1: Sure, yes. I want to come to your office with my mom. (laughs) I'm getting this as the more we talk. It just, like I said, it's just so much, and I'm so glad that you're there to help people. So we have about five minutes left, so the floor is yours. Anything that you want to tell us, our listeners, that can help going towards October or anything else you can think of that might get them prepared for the changes that might be coming.
2: I think it's important to get help from somebody with the experience. I do, too. There's just too many options out there to know what you qualify for.
1: Yeah, I agree. I mean, in my head, I just don't – I wouldn't even know. I mean, I would definitely find you. That's going to be down the road. (laughs) So besides Medicare and Medicaid, um, you offer offer life insurance, accident plans, long-term care. You do everything.
2: They're mainly focused, though, on the – I have other people, too, that I work with that will do some of the other things also.
1: Okay, good. But as you
2: get, the plate is big on just on the health insurance side of it. So to specialize in that.
1: Yeah, definitely. And so what about some of this other stuff like a cancer plan? Does that factor in here anywhere with Medicaid, Medicare?
2: I mean, a lot of times they might be used for what they call a spend down to lower somebody's countable income so they can qualify. So there's different levels. Okay. Um, if your incomes around sixteen hundred dollars seventeen hundred dollars and your cash and investments are less than about fourteen thousand Medicare will help out a little bit with your prescription drug.
1: Good. Okay.
2: If your monthly countable income is under 1550 and your cash and investments under about $8,000, mm-hmm. state of Nebraska will look at taking and paying your part B or same thing with the state of Iowa. Okay. And then full Medicaids if your income, they say 1133 a month of income, mm-hmm. countable income. Okay. So there's total income and there's countable income. Right. They're not the same. Right. So and cash and investments under 4000.
1: Okay. Wow. So do you think any of the prices are going to change going into the new year? I mean, are they constantly going up, or do you think they might stay put this year? But everything's going up, so.
2: Well, it's hard to go down from zero premium. Right. So the Advantage plans over the last 10 years have been improving, it seems like, every year. Good. Lowering the max out of pocket, throwing in more benefits. Good. The supplements, you know, if you're on a supplement that goes up every year, if you can switch to another plan or another company with the same plan, you got a good chance of your rates going down if you can qualify.
1: Okay. So does insurance, is it affected at all by what's happening? I mean, like if everything else is going up, is insurance going to go up too? I mean, did you just tell me the answer and I just well not understand supplements, The
2: supplements definitely go up every year. Okay. The drug cards and the Advantage plans, we don't know what they're going to do.
1: Right, until October 1st.
2: Right. There's been – every year there's been a – Drug card less than $15 a month for the lowest cost one. Whether that covers your drugs and works for you, you know, you got to put your information in to find that out. The Advantage plans, like I say, it's a competitive market. They've been growing with the number one. So somebody comes in, they want to make a splash. Mm-hmm. They throw a lot of benefits and low cost.
1: Wow. So it feels like as we age here in America that maybe these plans do help us. More than maybe what we're getting now when we work. Because I, as a middle-aged person, I mean, I go to the doctor, I'm healthy, I'm fine. But I still have a lot of medical debt, right? Because insurance doesn't cover everything. So basically, where was I going with this?
2: Uh, I like the Advantage plans. I mean, they throw in the dental, which is extremely important. Right. Your teeth do not get better as you get older.
1: No, they don't. And
2: either that or you're buying your own dental plan and paying for it or paying out of your own pocket. Right. You know, they've got the gym membership. They've got some other healthy activity things that I think are important mm-hmm. to help people stay healthy.
1: I agree. My mom is 82, and it was just right when she got diagnosed when they said, no more Zumba. <laughs> she was still doing it, you know. But I think that older generation was really taught to move and keep moving. And so what I, I guess what I was saying is I feel like as we age, these plans do take good care of us, even more so than the plans that we get when we're working. That's what I feel like.
2: Yep. Good. You're going to pay one way or the other. You're going to pay a monthly premium that's going to go up every year, or you're going to pay co-pays as you go along. But you're going to pay. Right. Nothing is free out there.
1: No, nothing is free. Well, we have about a minute left. Let's get your phone number out there and your website so people can find you.
2: So my website is com I have office space at 11301 Davenport Street, just south of 113th and Dodge Street, a couple blocks. My phone number is 402-215-1017. I don't charge the help. I'm an independent agent. I look at all the different plans, explain how they work, what the options are going forward, and help you decide what makes sense for you.
1: Perfect. And again, it's a lot of information, and I'm sure there's people out there that are listening that understand it more than me. But if you have any questions, do not hesitate to call Matt because he's got all the answers and all the knowledge. So, Matt, thank you very much for coming in today. I think I understand this a little more. I know where to find you. I'm Cammie Carlisle. You've been listening to Community Conversations on Radio Talking Book. Thanks so much for tuning
0: in. You've been listening to Community Conversations on Radio Talking Book. It's the interview program that brings you voices from the Omaha community.